0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 143, and it is Wednesday, November 14th, 2018. I am your host, Victor O'Moyle, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird.
1: What's going on, everyone?
0: Yeah, it's uh it's another another episode coming at you. Um, although it's a somber one. Yes. Um you know, we're two, two big nerds, lifelong nerds, and this past Monday was perhaps the biggest loss in, in the history of not only, not only nerd culture, not only comic books, but also culture itself. And uh, we're talking about the man you see here, Stan Lee, the godfather, the father of many Marvel Comics creations that we all know and love, from Spider-Man, Captain America, The Incredible Hulk, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, so many others. Oh, man. It's, like, endless. Yeah. Yeah, characters that Stan Lee created and co-created. Oh, man. This is, uh, you know, I got to say, it's a a long time coming, but uh, still... Still, you still feel it.
1: I mean, every nerd's worst nightmare was just waking up one morning mm-hmm. and getting that news. Mm-hmm. Not in the middle of a goddamn Monday. Yeah. I, first of all, we all get a we all get a case of the Mondays on a regular.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. Lord knows I had it. Yeah. And the day I mean, the, if this is gonna be one of those. This was just as big as Michael Jackson.
0: Mm. Eh, No argument there Because I
1: mean I think everybody can remember Exactly Where they were at Mm. When they got the news Mm. I was at work And just Like the closing days I was almost out Ready to just finally Like have my few moments To relax Just to go back to work But Mm -hmm. And then just Boom That alert just hit me On my phone I'm like Ain't this a bitch And I, I was just like Wow Like this is for real I double-checked, double-checked many, 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 many times, like many websites. I just went, second I went to Google, like, that was just it. Mm -hmm. And then I just, like, I just had to rush to my friend Aaron, just like, yo, where she at, where she at, where she at? Found her. And you're like, what you doing here? Stanley just died. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was it. Where where was you? Where were you at?
0: Uh, I was out and about. That was Work. And when I saw I saw it on my phone because I I I subscribed to the New York Times and I saw the headline, and I was like, "What? Oh man!" I I was like, "Dang!" I was like, "Wow!" It yeah, finally, finally happened. I mean, now granted, you know, Stan Lee, you know, he passed away at the age of ninety five, you know, Uh, but just it's, it's it's so he's lived a full life, but. Even so, it's like growing up. I grew we, we all, both of us and many of our friends, we grew up on the man's work. Like we got into he was a big part of our formative years in terms of, you know, nerd culture, comics, um, even even offshoot to that like video games, just like the broader uh, pop culture universe. And Stanley was always an institution. He was always a living legend. Now he is a legend. And it, he, and it's like, it's like, it's like in the back of your mind, you always knew that, yeah. You know, of, obviously it's going to, you know, happen, you know, being that he was in his nineties, but, but even so it's, it's still sad. Cause it's like, oh man, it's like, could not could not you just give him at least one more year?
1: Let me tell you. Two so, okay, more years. There's three celebrities that I wanted to make it to a hundred. Mm-hmm. It was Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. Then there's Cicely Tyson.
0: Mm-hmm. She's still around.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think she's like 93.
0: Yeah, she's in early really. Yeah, she's I up mean, there. Yeah,
1: and Betty White.
0: Mm-hmm. She's still around too.
1: Yeah, and it's like that. I mean, now it's just Cicely and Be- Cicely and Betty. Y'all gotta make it.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't care if you guys make it to your, make it to your hundredth birthday. Mm. and then go the next day yeah <laughs> not not probably the nicest thing to say mhm but still just like ah oh, it, it it hurts
0: yeah but you know it's uh it, it, it's yeah I, I as much as it hurts like i when i got the news like it it was it, I, I did feel a little sad but i also but I wasn't broken up by it because you know the man, even though he was five years shy of a century, you know it's just amazing to 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 know that he lived long enough to see the entirety of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, to see his creations and co creations brought to life on the
1: on the big screen, yeah, and done well, and, and, and that, done well because remember over the years. Like, he, I don't know even why he just gave his okay for this, because of were money. But anyway, like, you know, those Fantastic Four failures. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man 3. Yeah. The Captain America movie from, what was it, like the 90s? Yeah,
0: 1990.
1: Dolph Lundgren's Punisher.
0: (laughs) Oh, enough said. Although he didn't create the Punisher, did he? No, he didn't.
1: No, I don't think so. No. Nah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like he saw, like Stanley saw the evolution of comic books, comic book films too, and just seeing the MCU hit its stride with Spider Man, and then you saw the traditional Stanley cameos, and 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 just knowing that he lived long enough to see all of them come to fruition, including. Make, filming his final cameo for Avengers Four, which is the conclusion of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as in its current form, like I can't think of a more perfect ending than that. You know oh, what I mean? Oh,
1: there will not be a dry eye in that theater.
0: Oh no! Like, like just just seeing his his name pop up at the credits. oh, man, I can imagine what that's gonna feel like next May.
1: Well, yeah. shout it to you. I mean, we still got Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and it'll hit. Mm-hmm. It'll hit us, but I think it'll hit us with Captain Marvel. But I, Avengers Four, it's gonna be a wrap. Oh yeah,
0: but but yeah, we but yeah, he's uh, it, but yeah, like I said, I can't think of a a more perfect ending. Like he's like we'll see him in his final cameo, so it he's he was there for yeah. the ending for yeah. the conclusion. Mm-hmm. Of the MCU in its current form and that's that's awesome it's because it's like wow just the fact that he lived long enough to see the MCU come to life and all these all these heroes brought to the big screen and comic books Marvel and comics as a whole just grow into uh into a, a bigger market biggest market that it's ever been in history that's that is absolutely remarkable
1: exactly but although Kyle Chapman I would have to agree with your sentiments Dolph Lundgren was the goat of punishers.
0: <laughs> oh, he's just trolling at this uh, point. At
1: this point, yeah. 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 Dol-
0: that movie was trash. Absolute
1: trash. You know his Zab- idea well, I saw it when I was a lot younger. I just saw. Oh, the Punisher. He's a Marvel character. I want to rent this movie, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> and
0: then you watch my poor it. mother didn't know better. <laughs> And then you watched it. Yeah, I was like, Jesus! Mm.
1: As a kid, I'm just like, this is awful. Yeah. You know, you're you're a kid. You're naive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I knew I shouldn't have been watching the Spawn animated series. Mm-hmm. I still liked it. Well, I actually still do like it. I think it's mm, animation wise, no.
0: Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It...
1: But story wise that shit was fire. Mm. You know, get your, get HBO now and like check that out. Mm.
0: Yeah. Like yes yeah, is it's it's like I said it's it is a tremendous loss. Like like this year we've also lost um what was it Steve Dicko? Steve Dicko, yeah, yeah, who
1: co-created Spider-Man with him. I mean, like
0: mm-hmm. And I think we lost Jack Kirby last year.
1: No, Jack Kirby's been dead since '94.
0: A '94? Okay. I think of someone else. You know, I think it was just Steve Ditko then. But yeah, but yeah, it's 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 amazing. It's like all the all the legends who established uh, Marvel. You know, they're all they're all gone now. Yeah. But but their their work lives on, man. It's it definitely last forever. does,
1: and they're actually, they're, it's a uh, it's. Good work that's i am like, yeah, I had to I had to draw Stanley always wanted to, so I mean this was something I put together like real quick mhm, sorry, I'm not gonna lie, I already like you know like I'm my own worst critic when it comes to my drawings it's
0: a it's fantastic, I, I appreciate like that, yeah but but yeah yeah any any other thoughts you got on uh dude
1: I got notes, I'm ready to do a whole Stanley mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh. Cause I mean, this is this was he was just the cor- he was the cornerstone of nerd culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, like we there wouldn't be no codex if it really wasn't for, if it wasn't for him. Come think if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Like he's not only just inspired comic books, but like just his writing, his style of his writings, his his just his imagination alone has like spawned into. Other venues of entertainments, whether it be movies, video games, um, hell, even wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I heard he actually was a wrestling fan too. Oh, that,
0: yeah, that's that makes sense.
1: <laughs> I mean, Spider-Man was a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah like one period of time. <laughs> oh yeah, Bone Crusher. Bones. There was Bone Saw. Bone Saw. Yeah. Oh, God, I was off of I guess if you had to go for a generic name for a wrestler, do you remember the name? I'm sure, I'm pretty sure that wasn't the name of the uh, was the wrestler in the comics. Huh? Mm, I I have no idea. Yeah. You're talking years ago, not even in the animated series. Like he even did that. He did so in the animated series. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll take a quick break from Stan Lee real quick, mm-hmm. cause we got to shout out our sponsor, yep. Studio Headphones. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you want the holidays are coming up, so if you want to get somebody or get yourself, because we all shop for ourselves during the holidays,
0: that's right, we
1: we do, mm-hmm. we do. <laughs> but and if you want to get somebody some high quality, and um, high fashion, and very affordable headphones, mm-hmm. let go to studio dot com and just make sure to use the promo code. Uh, Codex, Pro, codex podcast to get 15 percent off your purchase and as always
0: oh, free shipping in the usa there you
1: go yeah so yeah we're gonna take a quick break quick break for of stan lee and i because i know like everybody everybody was just touched by his work and i know um everybody has their own testimony testimonies to him mm. so um to start off you know what you've been up to uh
0: I just been very busy with uh just with work and school. Um uh just I I like I said I finished Spider-Man uh last week. Yeah. Uh haven't haven't really sat down and watched any new movies in the theater, but I did but I did re- finally revisit uh The Shape of Water, which
1: I really love. That's the uh Guillermo del Toro movie?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh, latest uh, Best Picture Oscar winner. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on it's on Blu-ray, so I finally picked it up from Best Buy. And like I said, I, I still love the movie. It's, uh, to me, that's the second best movie since uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Um, it's it's a dope movie. I don't know if you've seen it yet.
1: No, nah, I haven't got a chance. I think it's on. No, it's it is on um, HBO now.
0: Yeah, yeah. You should yeah you should definitely check it out. Uh, like I said, it, it's it looks gorgeous. It's got a, a great story it's um it's like it's like an adult fairy tale i'll leave it at that but it's it's really really dope um let's say i still i still have a laundry list of comics to read (laughs) which i haven't had a chance to to sit down and get to but with thanksgiving coming up uh next week i'll have a chance to catch up on a lot of them um i do have my eye on uh, Skyward. I want to catch up on that series. Uh, yeah, from Image. Yeah, it's a really dope series. If you haven't got, gotten into it yet, you should. Uh, let's see. There's a, For video games, I'm looking at the... Well, of course, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh,
1: <laughs> That's got to be number one out of, number one game on everybody's list. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> um, the Spyro uh, Remastered Trilogy. That
1: just came out yep. today, correct?
0: I believe so. Yep, just came out. So I definitely want to get that as well as the Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy.
1: That's on my Amazon wish list.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've been meaning to get those uh, to get Crash Bandicoot for a while.
1: It's yeah, it's not on. I've been like looking early for the. Um, I've been, yeah, I've been looking online for all the Black Friday deals coming up. Mm-hmm. I have every single one from. That that um GameStop is offering, mm-hmm. well at least the ones that I want. I think the only one that that I have no interest in was like Forza. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: But other than that, they're often Uncharted, well, all the Uncharted series for cheap. Um. Uh, Detroit Become Human.
0: Mm. Yeah. So you bought that, right? I
1: did. Yeah. I did. And I'm very ecstatic by it. Um, anything else you got going on before I get into it? Oh no, that was it. Yeah. yeah, I okay. So I actually been wanting to get Detroit become human for like for the longest time since I saw it at E three. Mm-hmm. What two three years ago? Two years ago. Yeah. And like I was just mesmerized by those graphics, so I'm just like, "Yep, shut up, take my money." Mm-hmm. So then, like by the time it finally came out, I had just bought God of War and I was still working on that. -hmm. And then I'm just, and then at that time I'm just like, all right, I guess I'll just, uh, I'll wait for Detroit become human. Never did, never did, never did. So then this weekend, GameStop had their pro sale. Mm -hmm. So I was in the mall killing a little bit of time and everything. So I was like, all right, let me go to GameStop real quick. You know, they gave me the flyer, and I'm just searching around because I actually intended to get um, the Batman Return to Arkham that you was telling me about because I also want to play Arkham Knight. Yeah. Which is actually going to be on sale at Walmart for Black Friday for like twelve bucks. Oh, good
0: price. Yeah, well, that's a steal. Yeah. That's
1: <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, oh, I can get a. Dip. I'm like, okay, I'll just grab Return to Arkham and I'll get a little discount price. I'm like, well, let me see some. I opened up the flyer and it said Detroit Become Human, twenty bucks, mm. if you're a GameStop Pro member. Oh, okay. So.
0: <clears throat> yeah, like
1: right then and there. Mm. Damn good price. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's a damn good game. The game's starring it's actually starring Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy and The Butler and he plays Marcos. Oh. And then, um, one of the main characters, then there's also Brian who was who's a, who's in uh Jane by Design and The Remaining and also Valerie Curry from uh Veronica Mars and Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 fame. Mm-hmm. So then so it's like it's very similar to um to a Telltale game. Mm-hmm. And um, and you take control of three androids in their quest to not only discover who they are, mm-hmm. and but also you fight for the you fight for their um, so, and they also they're also uh, fighting for some social for social equality as well. Hmm. Yes, and before he cusses me out and gives me burial of the week again. I I got the urgency to get this from UWO's own Kyle Chapman. Mm-hmm. So yeah, credit for credit belongs to him. And I've been thoroughly enjoying myself. Like each choice that you make is like very crucial mm-hmm. to the outcome of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's so it's like sometimes you get hit with these like very crucial decisions, and you're like. Once you make a choice, in a way, you kind of just regret it. Yeah, because you're like, ah, oh, damn, I should have did this. Mm-hmm. But it's a very, you know, very interesting story. I'm actually looking forward to finishing it. Even Kyle was just like, "Dude, you, I finished." He's like, "Dude, I beat it twice mm-hmm. and tried different things just to just so we can try to get like a different outcome." Mm-hmm. No, man, did you play Detroit, Detroit style games? Beyond Two, Beyond Two Souls and Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain, I've heard of, but I have not played those.
0: Yeah, Heavy Rain was Heavy Rain was uh was, it was good. It was good. I thought the twist was a little unbelievable. Um, but uh, Beyond Two Souls, I downloaded off the PlayStation Network for what was one of the PS Plus free games. Yeah, I just never had a chance to play it though
1: just stuck in your library collecting dust yeah okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that that game sounds fantastic
1: yeah and as i and um as i'm playing it going on with the story and you know how um jesse williams is a bit of he's an activist in the african american african-american community yeah yeah i can you can definitely see why he would sign on to do a game just like this because mm-hmm. just like he's fighting for, you know, social equality amongst the African-American community and mm-hmm. other minorities as well. He, he's doing the same exact thing, mm-hmm. but for androids, mm. Every Rain is freed with Detroit. Carl, you have it.
0: Oh, okay. So if, it, if it's uh, downloadable for the game with, with Detroit, then there you go. You have a chance to play every Rain. And also, uh, w- w- speaking of Jesse Williams, um, check out his BET Awards speech from a couple of years ago. Yeah. That was really... Oh, my God. He he really...
1: gained new fans from that.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was really powerful.
1: Yeah, and it was just funny, too, because I was like, when I realized it was Jesse Williams, because I had no idea Jesse Williams was involved with the game. Mm-hmm. And my sister, shout out to my sister Joyelle, she's a huge... Actually, both of my sisters, they are huge Grey's Anatomy fans. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think they I think Grey's Anatomy's in that TGIT lineup, where How to Get Away with Murder, but yeah, message they have a text going, mm. and that's when they're just like, yo, don't bother us, <laughs> leave us alone, mm. do whatever you want, but that's it. Yeah, no, just leave us alone while these shows are on. Mm. I I mean, usually I'm trying to catch up with my uh. Wednesday, my Wednesday WWE Network lineup, mm-hmm. which NXT is killing it right now. Oh my yes. god, I am so looking forward to that. Oh yeah,
0: the the, I mean, it, like you like you said before before we started the podcast, uh, Takeover War Games already won. They this already weekend. won. Yeah, with
1: what four matches?
0: About about four first or five of all, matches.
1: The, yeah, the first three they already won
0: mm-hmm. that they announced. Yep.
1: I mean, you got you got war games, al- war games alone, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. with Ricochet, Pete Dunne, and the War Raiders against the Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler going at it at a two out of three, two out of three falls. Yep, Gargano versus Alistair Black. mm mm-hmm. Black. And I'm gonna have to let you do this one because <laughs> and
0: Tommaso Ciampa. Defending NXT champion versus the Velveteen Dream. <clears throat> the Dream is going to get his title, so prepare, prepare the title, Tommaso. Yes.
1: Ambiance,
0: atmosphere, <laughs> illumination, experience, experience. <laughs>
1: God, that is so creepy.
0: <laughs> oh, you did, did you watch that promo? That I
1: still haven't yet. It's it's a
0: oh man it's probably my favorite Velveteen Dream promo. It's like a two minute clip you can watch on the WWE uh, YouTube channel. (laughs) It's like a two minute clip of like him whispering random words, and then like you see the word in the background (laughs) in big font, like at take I stole the show at Takeover Philadelphia. Then it cuts to him saying Philadelphia. Uh what a great promo. Was that
1: was that what inspired you to be inspired you to be um Velveteen for Halloween?
0: Yeah, that <laughs> that and just like you know, I, I'm a fan of the character. <laughs> yeah, and, and like the fans, man. The he's fans over. are he's he's over with he's the crowd.
1: I, I'm starting to like I'm starting to appreciate. I know Brian, Brian Loops from UWO has been waiting to hear me say this. Mm. And I'm probably gonna have to say this next week. But um, I I think Velveteen the gimmick has finally won me over. Yeah. Cause they don't struck gold with the kid as a wrestler.
0: Oh yeah, Patrick Clark, man, this kid's only 22 years old. And
1: you know what's crazy though? Know, I just said, you know, I got to see this, so I went to I went and visited the first episode of Tough Enough that he was in, mm-hmm. and he the way he was just talking to the mic, I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> He's like, my father died. So, I'm gonna be a WWE superstar to help you cope with. I was like, Uh, wow, the difference (laughs) a couple of years can make.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, like, like he, like, he definitely improved like 180
1: immensely, yeah, immensely. And I literally just thought, and Brian, you just missed it, but anyway, I can just imagine how much you will mark out. If Velveteen Dream appeared on an episode of Pose, oh my god!
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! I would that that would that would be amazing. That would be amazing to me. I would just just give the show an automatic Emmy just for that, <laughs> just for that. And season two comes out next year, I believe next summer. I'm there. I'm there. Like, 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 like. I don't. I don't know if uh, if if Tomás. I mean, if Tomás Champa. If L teen Dream wins the championship from Tomaso Champa this Saturday, don't call it NXT. Call it an extreme dream. Dream, <laughs> dream over. <laughs> oh man.
1: Oh, uh, man, and then your girl Becky Lynch. The man. Oh my gosh, she's killing! It. We are all. So- oh. Go ahead.
0: You know uh becky lynch is the man and uh i know i know uh to 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 borrow uh, if you will from the uwo i have a burial of the week
1: oh damn you know what yeah because you're not gonna be you're not gonna be here this week next week right so go ahead go ahead uh, have one you're probably gonna steal you're probably gonna steal one um
0: First uh, of, I, well, wait,
1: should we get should we let the go ahead Oh yeah, God, let's get the permission from them. But you know, what, screw it.
0: Let them. Yeah, I'm a I'm gonna say my my quick burial burial of the week. I will leave I will leave the bulk of it to UWO. But my burial of the week goes to Nia Jax.
1: Ah, damn!
0: It goes to Nia Jax because uh uh, uh this past Monday night of Raw when uh, Becky and uh, the SmackDown women's roster invaded Raw, they rushed the ring. Uh, Becky was you know you know hitting Nia Jax, you know you know. You know, kayfabe blows and Naya turns around and stiffs Becky Lynch, like punches her dead in her face, freaking breaks her nose. Like, or just, or just her face is just like legit bloodied and and swole. And I give I give Naya Jax the barrel of the loop because that wasn't just that that's if it that if that was just one accident. Yeah, I mean, that'd be bad enough, but this is part of a series of botches that Nia has done where she has nearly injured or has injured other wrestlers in the past. Because here's the thing, Nia Jax, she's been in the game for three years. She's still greener than goose shit on grass. She's greener than the walls in my apartment. And... (laughs) she she's been she's clearly called up from NXT way too soon because they needed to, they needed bodies to fill on the main roster for the women uh she's a she's she's kind of a prima donna according to reports there was one uh I think earlier this year or late last year, she actually took time off of TV because she didn't like the way her character was being pushed. And she's, and she's flexing her membership of the Anawaii family to her advantage, being The Rock's cousin, you know, getting all these uh, favors, it seems. And yet she's a botch machine. She's injuring or damn near injuring other wrestlers. She damn near injured Zelina Vega.
1: That's her... just one um, other than Becky.
0: Other than Becky, but she, she almost, she hurt, at one point she hurt Sasha. At one point she botched a move against Charlotte. Like she's, she's a relatively unsafe worker. In fact, I think she's the Ryback of the women's division. Where CM Punk, if you remember in his interview with Cole Cabana, he said that Ryback took years off his career. Nia Jax is taking years off certain women's careers. And quite frankly, if she keeps this up, she's going to get her receipt. One day, if it's not if it's not if it's not from Becky, somebody's gonna tag her for real, because you can't. It, because I'll tell you this: if she was, if her cousin was not the Rock, she would have been Future Endeavored, or she would have been demoted down the card or sent back to NXT. But you know what? I'm glad she's not gonna go back to NXT because she's gonna jeopardize that women's roster, and we don't need we, we don't need that disaster waiting to happen. So, burial of the week: Nia Jax, because. She she ain't good in the ring, and I think the only reason why why you're a fan and why the rest of wrestling fantasy warfare is a fan is because oh she's a big woman with a pretty face. Okay, cool. it's the
1: way she carries it's the way she carries herself and all that. That that's what makes that's what makes her sexy to me. I still love her. I'm pissed off at her, but I still love her.
0: Yeah, but well, because, don't read
1: don't read Kyle's hashtag. I just read it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but (laughs) oh man,
0: but that's but that's what I gotta say. But but UWO, they're gonna go in much deeper. But I just wanted to put that out there because I think we already did. Well, I I I knowing listening to their podcast, which is awesome by the way, check out UWO. If you're a wrestling fan, even if you're not a wrestling fan, check it out. They they'll dig in in much much greater detail, and that's saying a lot. But uh, Becky Lynch is still the man. And quite frankly, you know what? She, she is the woman to beat. You can say whatever you want about Ronda Rousey, but Becky Lynch is the premier player of the women's division.
1: Listen to – now, I, put, I, I believe I put you on onto this YouTube channel like a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. but there's a rapper named Josiah Williams, and yep. he has a YouTube channel called Wrestle and Flow.
0: Yep. You I that, have uh...
1: became a fan of this kid. Mm. He just does He takes WWE um, themes And he just remixes them And he raps over them Yeah And Like I tried to look for him on Spotify Just Just so I can listen to him on a streaming service mm-hmm. I mean they are just. I literally I legitimately became a fan of this game. He has done Undisputed Era mm-hmm. uh, Shinsuke Nakamura Finn Balor I'm actually just going down a list of my favorites yeah. um, I just said Finn Balor there's another one I like. Drew McIntyre was one of his latest ones. Mm-hmm. And then he did the rise. Ro- oh, Ricochet too. Oh yeah. And then he did the rise of Becky Lynch. You mm. have to watch that. I am oh, ordering you, Becky Lynch. Yeah, I am ordering you to watch that one. Mm-hmm. It's called the Rise of Becky Lynch, and a letter to Kenny Omega. Okay.
0: Those are still sound promising.
1: They, I, I, yeah. I wish they were longer. I think his, I think those are just. I think his videos are just right. Just right. Mm-hmm. Brian says he wishes the videos were longer. I think they're just right. Mm-hmm. Not too long, just enough to like. Make just enough for you to want more.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like not too long, but it's like okay. Let me hear more. More, more hotness.
1: Yeah, um, the evolution one was actually good too. Uh, it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it as one of my favorites, but uh, yeah, I do like it. Mm. I do like. It. He's getting a lot of notoriety. Like a lot of the, um, I know re- recently Ricochet, I follow Ricochet on Instagram. Ricochet re- he reposted it, mm-hmm. claiming that his was the best one. But of course, like each wrestler is going to be going to say that he's the best one. Dolph Ziggler invited him out to a RAW one time. Oh wow, that's so he's yeah he's getting noticed. He got he's got wrestling tees out on ProWrestlingTees.com. dot
0: mm-hmm. oh, No, that's yo he's doing it. Big... Yes, that's yes he
1: up. he found his niche and mm-hmm. just he he's got to keep it going.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And also I checked out something to wrestle with Bruce Prichard. This week's episode was actually really good. I think he would I think he would thoroughly enjoy it. Oh, yeah? it's the story of William Regal.
0: Oh okay, I want to listen to that now. I want to write that
1: down. Worth it, huh. worth it. I mean, so much about the so much about the man. Like he's had some demons where he's actually fought death, like a couple of times. Even like had his first WWE meeting, hmm. like way back in the day. Like he was just so sick. Where when he finally met, when he met with Vince, hmm. he just passed out. Jesus. <laughs>
0: Like I, knew, like I knew he
1: didn't even remember. It. Wow.
0: Like I knew he had like problem like problems with drugs in the past, but damn, yeah. that bad?
1: Yeah. I'm surprised Vince even hired him then. <laughs> he still showed he still showed promise. Mm. It's like and he wasn't even like was one of those fit guys. And then there was fun, something funny, and it just said like he came into the game when he was like in his twenties mm-hmm. and he just always looked old. Yeah, it's like they made a joke to it. It's like, look at Arn Anderson when he was 19, he looked like he was in his mid 40s. I'm like, that is true, hmm. yeah. You know, Arn
0: Anderson always looked old, <laughs> he just <laughs> always looked old.
1: It is the thing, like, Arn Anderson, he came out, he looked old, mm-hmm. but he hasn't aged since, yeah. So it kind of
0: worked <laughs> out, it kind of worked out in the end. Damn, wow. That's funny. It's funny how life works that way
1: sometimes. For
0: real though, it was <laughs> that was
1: hilarious. those were that was a very good episode though. It was pretty long, mm-hmm. like I think it was like two and a half hours. I think.
0: Wow, that is that is mad long for. But it
1: was it was still good.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll I'll definitely check that one out because like of William Regal man he's definitely one of the most underrated workers.
1: Yeah, he does Yeah, but he's like one of the uh, best. He's like one of the best like wrestlers of all time in England. Mm. And when you know, with you with NXT UK going on, I really would like to um, at least uh, like if somebody can point me to the direction of like the history of British wrestling, mm-hmm. I would be interested in learning about that.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah that that that'd be pretty fascinating. Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely got to catch up with NXT UK too.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. I know the new episode came out today. So. Yep. And I missed "This Is Us" last night, so <laughs> <laughs> it's getting good. It's a good show. Don't judge me, mm. it, You watch Pose. Don't judge me for this. <laughs> hey, Pose
0: Pose is an excellent show. It is an excellent show.
1: And uh, I do got some bad news for you. Oh, what's that? Sons of Anarchy is gonna be taken off on Netflix on in December. Damn. Oh, uh, don't act sad. I mean, don't pretend. I, I yeah, I was not gonna watch it anytime soon, man. I knew you wasn't. <laughs> but damn, man, why Netflix? They gotta fit more shit. But even though, like, so much. I don't. Yeah, you know what? I don't know why. Because you got Disney Plus coming out, which they actually named it. Okay. Their
0: streaming service.
1: Yeah. Yep. So they're gonna be taking all their all their content is going to there. So, why? I mean, just let us hold on to it for just a little while longer. Mm hmm. But, and just, and you can keep everything else.
0: Yeah. Just to make it room for more original content, I suppose. I guess. Yeah. But with Netflix, it's like, oh, you got to, too much filler. Way too much. It's like, you got to separate, there's, there's too much chaff and not enough wheat.
1: Yeah. what example shows what shows would you consider filler on Netflix
0: um well I wouldn't like I really can't go go into complete detail cause like there's a lot of shows that on the surface don't seem that interesting like I know I know there was a show called Hemlock Grove yeah, um it. yeah it's supposed to be like a gothic horror type show I think uh I forgot who was in it but um I heard that show wasn't 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 very good I heard very mixed reactions on the OA.
1: Really? Because I yeah. enjoyed that one.
0: Okay. Yeah, I heard, I heard like 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 mixed a mixed reaction. At yeah, this.
1: shout out to Karina. She kind of forced me into watching it. Mm-hmm. But you get you kind of get into it.
0: Yeah. And and their movies though, the original movies, man.
1: Yeah, Bright. I heard mixed reactions to, and I heard they're getting a, I heard that's getting a sequel.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because Netflix they still they still make money off viewership, just like so. You, I guess like even if you, even if you like watch like five minutes of it, that still counts as a view. So it's like oh success. <laughs> but um, but Netflix they like their original movies. They have a few, a handful of great ones, like truly great ones. You should go out of your way to see.
1: Go ahead, give me a, give me some recommendations.
0: Like a uh, Beasts of No Nation.
1: I remember you, Jones, about that one.
0: Yep. Um.
1: Mudbound. I remember that one, with um, Mary J. Blige was in that one. Come to think about it, right?
0: Yeah, her and uh, Rob Morgan. Uh, he plays Turk on the Netflix <laughs> Marvel shows. I fucking love <laughs> <it>. Turk Barrett. <laughs> I lo-
1: Marvel Netflix, you nailed it with that one.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, he he was he was he was real good in that. Um, there's another movie coming out, I think next month, by uh, Alfonso Cuarón. You know, he directed Gravity. It's called Roma, uh, and I heard that movie got universal praise. Really? Yeah, I heard that like that's gonna be one of the major
1: movies of this year.
0: So that's coming out December 14th, I think.
1: You think they? And do the Oscars actually um, acknowledge streaming? Movies?
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah, do they? Yep, in fact, uh, for the documentary feature at this year's Oscars, uh, Icarus, uh, the Netflix documentary, that won the Oscar for Best Documentary Feature. Oh, okay.
1: So, our resident supervillain had to chime in real quick. Uh Uh-uh, don't even look too late. The DCEU streaming will replace Netflix. All the Netflix films have been awful. Amazon has produced better films. (laughs) I don't have Amazon so I cannot testify to that but I mean
0: all the Netflix there uh, I wouldn't say all of them like I said a uh, beast of no nation and mudbound those are great films um if you're talking about bright well you might have uh, might have some may have something there um in fact I'm actually googling best Netflix original movies
1: mm-hmm. and Eddie says Fuck Batman. That's the only line. And that one line is the only reason why I want to see the Teen Titans movie. Oh, God. I don't even want to see it. I'll just Google. I'll just YouTube that one line, and I'm good. Movie? Once. Is it the show? Yeah, yeah. The show, I mean.
0: Yeah. Uh. I mean, I, just watching, I'm like, oh, th- this looks bad.
1: It did. Dude, cosplayers look better than that.
0: Yeah, they do
1: and they and they, they they're funded by the WB. Mm-hmm.
0: They got money. They do. They they do got money and I I I I don't know, man. Oh, oh another good Netflix movie, Okja.
1: Okja. I heard some good I heard some good stuff about that with Jason Bateman, right? No. Um no,
0: Steven Yoon he's in that. Steven Yoon,
1: Yeah, what am I thinking with Ozark is with Jason Bateman?
0: Yeah, I heard that's a TV show. Yeah. I heard that was good, actually. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. I'll...
1: And Kyle said you're hating.
0: Oh, why, why am I hating?
1: Uh, What did you say that was good? Oh, he said he liked Bright. <laughs> he said Bright was great. Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: uh, Bright, I mean, Bright had an interesting idea, but... Because it's like, you know... Have you seen it?
1: Hey, uh, no, I still haven't read it.
0: Like it had an interesting idea of like um, like basically like fantasy fairy tale characters like a gritty version like m- intermixed with the real world. So you had like a, an orc, an orc cop, and then you had like fairy like fairies and whatnot, and it took place in like Los Angeles, yeah. South Central Los Angeles, and apparently like all the orcs are victims of racial prejudice. But, but like, the whole movie was way too heavy-handed and obvious with its themes, and it just came off as, like, oh, man, like, this movie, it, it felt like the first draft of a script. It's like, this movie could have used a lot more revisioning in its writing, and it would have been stronger, but it was like, oh, this is kind of after-school special, like, uh yeah well then <laughs> yeah interesting idea but execution uh needed way more work it
1: was- i love our chat
0: <laughs> oh my gosh well well kyle i don't know what you got to say about uh, eddie's comment there
1: he said you are joe scott and will smith <laughs> <laughs> wow
0: man oh and john mentions uh manchester by the sea was a uh, movie on Amazon? That's a that's a good movie.
1: Was that in the theaters with um, Casey Affleck? Was it? Yeah, it, oh, yeah.
0: yeah, it wasn't theaters. Uh, it's depressing, but it's good. Which
1: is right up your alley. Yes, <laughs> you say that with a smile. Well, I mean
0: it's it's a it's a movie that you can appreciate. You can if you're appreciate appreciative of, of good of very good dialogue and and great acting, and if you can get past like the the Downbeat tone of it, it's a great movie, it's worth watching. Casey Affleck earned his Oscar for that movie, although I felt Denzel should have won for Fences, but still, you know, no complaints there. The, the script is good, um, it's got humor in it a little, little bit of dry humor. amidst missed all the depressed, depressing death.
1: You're talking about a salt based sprinkle of yeah, humor?
0: yeah, a little teens, little, little teens little of salt. <laughs> oh man. That's a that, that that's a good date movie. We,
1: no it is not. <laughs> no it is not. <laughs> uh, Girls Trip is a good date movie. Uh, it is. I still haven't even seen it yet. Oh,
0: it it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Like like Tiffany Haddish like she was she was terrific in it. Although I think she's I think she's suffering from Kevin Hart syndrome where she's well she's borderline. She's kind of too overexposed. She kinda, she needs to dial it back a little. Do less movies, and do something a little more different. But
1: she wants to do it. She wants to be in Wonder Woman. As um, Damn, she's one of the Amazons. I can't. I can't think of her name. But
0: uh, who who's that? Uh, yeah. Tiff, Tiffany like a, a character? Yeah. Hmm.
1: I just can't see. Her. I can't picture her like serious. Not at this point. I'm sure she has some serious moments in Girls yeah. Trip. Or in night school, or any other, any other. I mean, anything, anything else that she's been in. Hmm.
0: I heard that she did this movie with Ike Barinholtz called The Oath. Like I heard it was it was was like a comedy. It was like a like a low budget, low key comedy that came and went in theaters. Like like she actually played a a, the straight character in it. Like she was like not the comedy relief, but Ike Barinholtz was. Really? Yeah. It was like a political satire too. Which,
1: hmm. Carl, you will cry if you see Manchester by the Sea. It was painful.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know about crying, but yeah, it's it's a movie that uh, you'd have to be in a certain frame of mind, a certain mood to watch. Yeah, I I I liked it. Did you cry? I didn't cry. Okay, I didn't cry, but I left the movie going, man, that was some powerful acting, man. That was a powerful story. Yeah.
1: Didn't, and speaking of, you said Denzel didn't win for Fences, but didn't Viola Davis win for Fences?
0: She did. She oh, okay. won. A, she strangely enough won supporting actress, even though she was clearly a lead. Um, but I think I think that was because like you know like um, because like La La Land was getting most most of the hype, and Emma Stone was getting hype for her performance, which, which she was really good, in and she won the Best Actress Oscar for that.
1: That's in your collection too, right?
0: Yep, it is. So I guess like. Viola Davis and the uh, studio decided, okay, let's go for the supporting actor, actress Oscar, which, you know, hey, she earned it. So, uh, Viola, Davis a-
1: so yeah, because Viola Davis is like being untalented.
0: Oh, yeah. She's a national treasure yeah. and a local treasure too, Rhode Island. Central Falls. Yep.
1: Yeah. But real quick, let's give a quick shout out to, once again, our sponsor, Studio Headphones.
0: Yes. Yes, high quality gorgeous looking headphones 24 hour battery life bluetooth capable crystal clear sound studio quality interchangeable caps yes sexy <laughs> to you, to I had a weird. to put a, I had to make it weird. It's to make it weird. <laughs> uh yes, yeah, so you can you can order yourself a pair if you're interested. Um go be sure to type in Codex Podcast yes. to get 15% off your order and of course, free shipping in the USA.
1: Jesus Christ. Uh, apparently people are just going at it on a chat.
0: Okay, let's let's take a look at this chat I mean, here. Jesus
1: Christ. Kyle said something was better than Star Wars and
0: Okay, so Kyle Okay, so John says that uh, Bright was unwatchable. The director should have done Suicide Squad 2. He's talking about David Ayer, who directed Suicide Squad 1. Um,
1: John, (laughs) the DCEU sucks. Just let it go. (laughs) We debated about it. Yeah. You lost. Yep, you did. Destiny arrived for you. (laughs) See see this? This is what happened to you. All
0: right? (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, besides Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's all you got. It's all you got, man. That's it.
1: That yeah. is it.
0: Yep. And who knows how Aquaconda's going to turn out. I mean, Aquaman.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boom. Too sweet right. me on that one. Boom. <laughs>
0: Aquaconda forever. Or two weeks. But... But yeah, I'll, I'll watch that movie, give it a chance. Hey, who knows? Maybe Aquaman will be the second good DCEU film. It's, it's got a chance. I mean, James
1: Wan. I want to see you look at me dead in the eye and say that with a straight face. Okay. Aquaman has a, ch- <laughs> <laughs> has
0: a chance of being good.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Oh, Jason Momoa. That that that,
1: that's like uh, that's like that's like Quagmire saying the word condom with a street. (laughs) Oh,
0: yo, gotta that one. (laughs) Oh man, DCEU, hold this L like the Patriots the other uh, uh, the other day the other day from what I heard. Too sweet, too sweet, me. Boom. Boom. Who'd they lose against? The
1: Titans. The Titans. They beat the shit out of us too. So shit. (laughs) Yeah. And just before you go ahead and start trolling, we want to. This was actually my perfect football week. Was it? Now, when I have a perfect football week, I just laughed at the R two sweet. <laughs> mm-hmm. When a perfect football week for me is when I win in fantasy, mm-hmm. when the Cowboys win, yep, and when the Patriots lose. Usually yes. get I usually get like one once a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you got all. Got
0: yeah, all... I got. Yeah, it was my perfect week. That was. That was, you know, uh, good for you. You know, <laughs> you, you you need a, you know, as a Cowboys fan, you know, you need a bright spot every now and then. Yeah,
1: but I mean, we still have a lot of work to do. Oh, yeah. And uh, you... we, st- we still do. Still have a lot of work to do. But, you know, this one, mo- this one pretty, m- this one, you know, boosted our, you know, hope, you know, boosted our spirits a bit. Mm-hmm. But it's still a lot of work to do, so let's just get it done. And then, hey, at least Aquaman isn't shot all in the dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they turned some lights on.
0: That's true, and it has bright colors, which is a it's it's a new thing still for for DC.
1: Did you actually still see the? Um... I know somebody made a meme. I want to say it was Blur Vision. Shout out to that. Shout out to him. Yeah. He. Um... They took the Black Panther trailer Mm -hmm. and the first Aquaman trailer because a new one just came out. I want to say either today or yesterday.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Put them side by side and it was the same thing.
0: Really? Like I saw. Is is, this is like a new mashup? Because I saw I saw another one. It might might be the same video. No, I think it would. No, it's definitely the same one. Because
1: this this video is old.
0: Yeah, I saw, I saw that where they compared the both shots side by side. Yeah. And they were pretty much the same thing. Like, like The only difference was like Wakanda was on land. like Atlantis was under the sea. Yeah. But the same
1: shot shit. setup. up. Same shit. Wow. Wait, and Kyle says, you beat the sorry ass Eagles. We beat the defending champion Eagles, right? Mm. Slow clap. Mm. Didn't you have to mark yourself safe after watching the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Carolina Panthers? I'm done.
0: Oh, I did see that on his uh, Facebook.
1: Ouch! I'm done. That is. I'm done. Let me let me celebrate. <laughs> let me celebrate, Skip. <laughs>
0: oh Skip. Man. Oh, that's uh, Shannon Sharp. Shannon right?
1: Sharp. Yeah. Shannon Thop. Ah,
0: that's how he. That's how he talks. The
1: his lisp is real. Wow. Mm. Ain't, ain't no problem. You don't have a problem.
0: I saw that
1: one. <laughs> Did you see the um, mild in that yak, mom? I didn't see that one. I actually made a Snapchat face, so it just like there was just like one day. There was just one day at work. I was just like it was like a Friday, and I was just like, mm. yeah, one of them bad days and stuff, one of them high behavior days. I'm just like, oh my god, I can, I know exactly. I I can use a mild in that yak one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really smoke black and mild. so A cigar every once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. I'll enjoy one, but like. But yeah, that that was calling me hard, <laughs> <laughs> and so I t- I went on Snapchat and you can actually take like um, a bit, uh, image from somebody else mm-hmm. and just put it on your face. Yeah, I took Shannon Shops. Oh, okay. See, I did the same thing for Tyrese too when he was cried. I
0: saw that one. What more do you, you want, want from, from me?
1: Beat. <laughs> beat. Oh, that was a great that was a great
0: mashup right there oh and i'm also reading the comments real quick shut Uh, up john upon it uh well not john but eddie says carl shut up the cowboys are still gonna watch the playoffs from home on their couches
1: say that all you want let let me celebrate just because you didn't get to celebrate it doesn't mean i can't celebrate i'm gonna celebrate
0: true although i had i do i do i have one more one more um and, and, and I shared this in the group chat with us in the UWO. There was a funny meme that I came across, which it said, me- the co- meanwhile, the Cowboys are here bringing home the L. And it, sh- and it showed the boys in the hood. <laughs> like two, oh, yeah. That the, scene, yeah. Yeah, the scene where Yeah, where that was after home.
1: I lost at the, after, from the Tennessee Times, which was last yeah. week. This was this week. You uh, can kiss my ass, all right?
0: That was a funny meme. Like, no, bring it was, home I mean,
1: Ricky. Let me tell you something. Oh, gosh. I seen it. To- Anytime somebody wanna show, send me a post, I'm like, yeah, I seen it already. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's like no meme that you can't try to sh- tag me and show me that I didn't already see. Hey, that's true. We're we're, we're, we're just ta- we're constantly targets.
0: Of course, right? Yeah, you know, yo.
1: we got a lot of fan. We have the highest, the biggest fan base, but yet the same amount of people hate us too. It's <laughs> good. You got to take the bad with the good. Regardless of whatever is your fan base, like you're a Star Wars fan, correct? Yeah, I'm sure Trekkies want to try to go after you and say that their franchise is the better, is the better franchise. Definitely yeah. not by a long shot.
0: No, I haven't come across that. Really? No, really not in my. Well, not at this time. But when I was a kid, not even then. Yeah, I can believe it. Strangely it's, enough,
1: you know, because Star Wars is just pretty dominant. Yeah. I'm not even really. I'm a casual. I'm a casual fan. Yeah, but I would say like Star Wars is the more dominant franchise between the two.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it, it it is. But uh. <laughs> yes, it was.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yes, it was. Yes, it was, Kyle.
0: Kyle shut s- your face.
1: Kyle says, shut your face. Uh, was the
0: internet Was the internet a thing when Dallas was good?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, two years ago when the uh, Cowboys went thirteen and three kiss my ass.
0: I, I think he's talking about when the internet was first uh, a thing back in 96.
1: <laughs> and yeah, it was. Oh, God! He's got the little disc in the <laughs> The little AOL disc in the middle.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember those. The floppy discs, too.
1: Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I remember them. You know what I used to do with them discs? What? E- take them, empty them all out. Mm-hmm. And then save him for like printing out Dragon Ball pictures and stuff. <laughs> Eddie remembers those Dragon Ball pictures. I will tell you that story offline. All right,
0: I will. dine to hear that
1: one. Oh, it's okay. a good. Oh, it's a good one.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: There's a reason why Eddie had a nickname in high school.
0: Mm, that's also offline too. Yeah, it has to be. Okay. All <laughs> right. All right. All right. More. 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 More dirt. More more, 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 more. more for the dirt sheets later.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But, uh anyways, I do want to get back to uh the recent huge news, yes, and no, not Joe Scott, <laughs> but the passing of um a God amongst men, yes, Stanley. Now um, I just need to ask, how does Stanley affect you personally? affect me personally um <clears throat> like i remember
0: I remember uh watching um and when I was a kid, we watching the Fantastic Four oh, cartoon, you
1: dick, you took my <laughs> go ahead. And,
0: and Iron Man, and like I think at the beginning of of each episode, like he would speak to the viewer.
1: Hello, true believers. Burst yeah. impression, have bugger.
0: Yeah, like hello, true believers, and hey, then he talk baby. get into like the hype of the latest episode. Now, and I, and I was, and I was thought, man, Stanley is awesome.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like I remember, like my dad was just like. Like, I remember watching it. Didn't even know. I just knew that there was some... My father was like, here, watch the Fantastic Four. And look, it's Stan Lee. Mm -hmm. Like, I still remember, like, when he, the exact... Like, I still remember when he told me exactly, like, how he sounded and everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm just watching it, and I was hooked. Just, like, instantly. Yeah. I made sure I watched Iron Man. I made sure I watched the Fantastic Four. I was already established with X-Men at that time. Oh, yeah. But then it just I, I just grew more and more and more and it did not it did not help me at all mm-hmm. that my sister had to go my sister went to a went to a uh dance studio. Mm-hmm. She took dance classes Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. So then I think my mom had to take me somewhere later on that day. Mm-hmm. So she took Joyo to dance. And there was a comic book store right next door. Yeah. Which turned out to be Rockup's Collectibles. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And it was a wrap. Mm -hmm. It was a wrap then and there because his stories, you got so caught up in his stories like instantly. Mm Mm-hmm. Instantly, and then when he would tell when he and when he did those intros, just the enthusiasm that he would have. Honestly, I don't think I. It's very rare that you would see Stan Lee just like make a make a serious face.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was always smiling.
1: Like that energy, like it just that extrovert energy. Just it's just it's just living proof that like even through a TV screen. That energy is just contagious and mm-hmm. he had it.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and, and also what was what was cool about Stan Lee was that uh his approach to superheroes, like he actually made them uh like everyday people, he made them relatable. Relate- yes. Like Spider Man was the quintessential example of that. He was a freaking geek. Yeah, he was a geek who always had money problems. He had trouble paying the rent, but still had to save the day. Um, yeah. uh, he was a geek, uh, kind of a nerd in school, but he was also a at scientific level genius.
1: Yes, and he, ba- but he still had to balance, you know that that. Oh, well, what sounded like a pretty shitty life. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the extravagant life that can be shitty at times of being yeah. a superhero, he balanced those all.
0: Yeah, like like he actually he actually made his. He actually put in, like, the down-to-earth humanity behind his heroes, like Spider-Man, Bruce Banner, um, even Doctor Strange. Even Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Tony
1: Stark was just, he was a rich, privileged kid, but guess yep. what? He was a freaking alcoholic. Yeah. Struck, he had flaws. Yeah. Where Except, you know, Bruce Wayne was just, a, was just a billionaire rich kid who happened to get killed, become a ninja, and been fighting a freaking clown all his life.
0: Well, that's an oversimplification. He it was I heard
1: it on a podcast and I laughed so hard. Shout out to the party. <laughs> Somebody called in and said that. And I'm like, "Wow. He
0: lost his parents and he never got over the trauma." But like with but but it's interesting cuz like when you look at DC's heroes, they're more um they're more gods. Yeah. Like Wonder Woman is literally one like a like a god goddess in yeah. a way. Um, Superman.
1: Superman. In the more like they, they just change. it's like it's like there's some law uh-huh. where they would there. It's like they establish like some law where no superhero can be more powerful than Superman. Mm. Even, like now yeah. in modern mm. comics, he's a he's immune to kryptonite. Mm. He draws his power from the sun. Mm-hmm. Like he's just
0: well. Well well for the, so for Superman he he actually still is vulnerable vulnerable to kryptonite.
1: Is he? I heard there was like a moment in time where he became immune to it.
0: It's probably like a probably like a, like years and years ago. Yeah. But but at least with the Superman comics he's much more relatable cuz they 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 use his wife and his kid as uh, central characters. Yeah, they
1: noticed that okay, yeah, Marvel got something with making our characters relatable.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah, like and yeah, so and and also what's what's uh what what made what's what made Stan Lee's work and Marvel work stand apart from DC was that D C largely took place in like um al- alternate versions of real life cities like yeah. Gotham City, like standing for New York, et cetera. But like Marvel took place firmly in the real world. Like New York City was New York City. Yeah. You know? West Coast was the West Coast. Just just like just turned up to eleven, basically. Yeah, and that kind of made it more down to earth and grounded grounded in a way, which made hero superheroes way more accessible, thanks to Stan Lee and his and his contributions. Yeah, it
1: literally just showed like he really just showed like, hey, the average Joe Schmo mm-hmm. can be greater than what he is.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, and
1: yeah, and
0: and it was it was so. Yeah, yeah, and, it, and it's and it's so amazing, just like how 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 much these characters he's created has still endured, like over fifty years later. Yeah, and like pretty much almost virtually, I would say pretty much all of them they're still here. Like even the supporting B characters, like the that they you think would have faded away like decades ago, they still even bigger.
1: Be, they're becoming A list stars. Yeah. yeah, like Black Panther. Black mm-hmm. Panther was like a mm-hmm. C list star.
0: Yeah, yeah, like like Black Panther didn't get. Like, he was, like, nothing special until, like, like like the first part, like, the, like the late 90s, like, 98, when Christopher Priest started writing a character. Yeah. And I was like, okay, he's got some serious potential here. And then it kind of dipped a little. But mm-hmm. then, but then like, a, a Reginald Hudland had his comic, but then it also, which 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 was p- uh, kind of popular, but then it dipped a little. And then I got this movie,
1: and the rest is history. Yeah. In tiny, easy coats. Yep, time. I freaking love this guy's work. I'm sorry. I, I really, I really, really do. And then also, you actually see, we, I actually missed a chance to meeting Stanley. So that's going to be one of my lifelong regrets. Mm-hmm. But you actually had the pleasure to actually sit down at the uh, Rhode Island Comic Con panel that he was on like a few years ago.
0: Yeah, I think it was 2016, I believe. Yeah, yeah,
1: and you actually had the chance to like sit down and be able to um in a sense pick his brain.
0: Yeah, like um like I didn't ask any questions, but like I I actually uh, taped certain segments of his Q&A. And that, and and they said that that was going to be his final appearance at the Rhode Island Comic Con. Yeah. And he shared some really, really cool insights about the creative process, like advice for uh, would-be comic creators. And I, th- I remember one of the things he said was uh, when, you're, when you're coming up with ideas or creating stuff, like don't do it – don't come up with ideas just to impress – you know the higher ups, or impress like people, like marketing, basically. Like, don't come up with ideas to to try to make a quick buck. Like, oh, th- oh, this is what's trending. Oh, this is this is what's gonna sell. Come up, come up with ideas that are true to you, that are true to yourself. And when you that, when you, when you do that, like, fresh ideas will come naturally, and ideas that you can work with that are, you know, comfortable, that are like largely based on your life, that that you can draw inspiration from, and then. Like the success that that you're looking for can potentially grow from that, instead of the other way around. Like, oh, let me create these ideas just to make a quick buck and market them because I think that's what's trending. And that, know, that really stood with me.
1: You know what? That's good because you've been talking about writing something for
0: years. I know. I I, I have. Like, yeah. I had like a few ideas here and there, just like to dabble in creative writing. Um, and and I and I still have I still have ideas written down and on my computer. So do it. Which I, you know, it's it, but it, it's funny because like I and, I, and speaking only f- for for myself, like the cre- like actually coming up with the stories, like using different parts of your brain, and uh, like it doesn't come to me as naturally as 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 I do like actually analyzing media. Yeah. So that to me that's a challenge, but I still want to create at least one story and, and complete it. No matter how and I'm not looking for it to be like my groundbreaking or even good, just something cool to do
1: exactly but you ne- you never know where it's gonna do sometimes you just gotta take your sh- you gotta shoot your shot create that opportunity because you just never know yeah or else you're gonna be old as hell le- sitting in a rocking chair sharing <laughs> dentures in a glass with your wife <laughs> well. wondering what if <clears throat> oh yeah back in my day i used to come up with this idea then you tell somebody that, and then somebody steals it, yeah. and then boom, they're caking off. Yeah. And you ain't getting out of royalty. That's true.
0: And speaking of that, yeah, you know, that was unfortunately part of Stan Lee's legacy, too. Like, he was criticized for, you know... um for having a hand in wow, how like Steve Ditko and Jack Kirby didn't get royalties for the work that they co-created yeah. with with Stanley,
1: it, it, it's unfortunate. It's <laughs>
0: um, Like I'm, I'm reading uh, the article, uh, like the article from the New York Times, which mm-hmm. writes about Stanley's uh, uh, life, um, and I'll just I'll just read a read, read a quick uh, snippet here. It said that uh, many comic fans believe that Mister Kirby, uh, the co-creator of Spider Man. Oh, is it? No, no, Steve Dicko Steve was Dick- uh, Spider-Man. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, many comic fans believe that Mr. Kirby was wrongly deprived of royalties and original artwork in his lifetime. And for years, the Kirby estate uh, sought to acquire rights to characters that Mr. Kirby and Mr. Lee had created together. Uh, Mr. Kirby's heirs were long rebuffed uh, in court on the grounds that he had done work for hire. In other words, that he had, that uh, Mr. Kirby had essentially sold his art without expecting royalties. Um, in September 2014, Marvel and the Kirby estate reached a settlement. And so Mr. Stan Lee and Mr. Kirby now both receive credit on numerous screen productions based on their work. So yeah, even though even though Kirby was, uh, was was long gone and now so is, so is Lee now, at least both men have get get credit and hopefully hopefully this means that uh kirby's family gets some of those royalties as well
1: yeah and another thing too i remember he i remember watching the uh the secret history of the secret history of comics that was a amc show not too long not too long ago i remember Mm -hmm. and i remember viewing and reviewing it and um it was actually saying that Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, they actually did. They didn't talk for years. So they mm. uh, they actually reconciled. Mm. They were talking about an idea, talking about bringing ideas for a new character. Mm. But with uh, Jack Kirby's death, didn't come to fruition.
0: Oh, that's unfortunate.
1: And, you know, Stan Lee never said anything about it. Never, like, said... Never like mentioned that idea. So guess what? That's a that is whatever idea that was. Mm-hmm. It's a concept that will never, ever come to be. Yeah, we'll never see the light of day. We won't even know nothing about it. not even a hint. Yeah, they didn't even give us an eyebrow or nothing. Just not, not an eyelash, nothing. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's I true. Just gone to the grave. With, yeah, it's like what could have been. But mind you, he's created so many characters. But even so, it's like still just one, yeah. one little nugget, one little nugget of, 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 of potential yeah, greatness.
1: Yeah, and one thing that was overwhelming too was like the tributes, mm. just the tributes from like from everybody. Yeah, everybody. I I swear you could not go nowhere that mm. these past few days without seeing. Some type of Stanley tribute. I mean, I just came across a meme. Um, I actually, it was I came across it yesterday, and um, it was actually uh, a cosplayer dressed up as Spider Man mm. beating up somebody dressed up as Jesus yeah. and saying, "Give Stanley back, Jesus."
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. That was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I mean. For, for the lighthearted, it, it was funny for what it was. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I feel the same way. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. I just want five more years of Stan.
0: Yeah. And, 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 and to add to that, like in the same article from the New York Times, in the last paragraph, it said that, uh, said that um, Stanley said, I want to do more movies. I want to do more television, more DVDs, more multisodes. I want to do more lecturing. I want to do more of everything I'm doing. Uh, he said in With Great Power, The Stan Lee Story, a 2010 television documentary. And then he says, the only problem is time. I just wish there were more
1: time. Oh, my God. I'm done. God, I, that hit me. Yeah, he said that, that just hit me with like a ton of bricks. Oh, my. Yeah, he said that back in 2010. Yeah, even yeah. still, he still just had the will to just, he wanted to keep going. Mm. He didn't want to stop until... It killed him. And, well, I wouldn't say it killed him, but yeah. he just wanted to do it because he loved it.
0: Yeah, and and plus, like uh, he uh, he managed to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with those with those traditional. You cameos. can't you
1: can't knock the cameos, and and that's a, and that's one thing too. And I hope, like with um, unfor- with his unfortunate death, that Pete the uh, now like kids would want to go back and... Read his writings, yeah, because because to a certain generation, all he's known for, all, he's just known as Stanley who makes cameos in the superhero movies, yeah, when he's he's so much more than that. Oh, absolutely. And you know now we, you know they have access, they have like that Marvel Unlimited app where you can yeah Marvel Unlimited service where you can just I want to read Fantastic Four number 52, which mm-hmm. was the first appearance of uh, Black Panther. Yeah, and you can just do it right from your phone. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah that that sounds that sounds pretty cool, and um, and also of course, uh, Fantastic Four, one of his uh, great creations, yeah. making a comeback now. Yeah. It
1: is yeah. very good comeback. And issue three mm. just came out today. Oh, nice! So I'll be picking that up Friday.
0: Nice, and. Uh... Yeah, and, and Brian Loeb says that uh, there are very few celebs in this world you can't say anything bad about that bring us joy, and, and Stan Lee is one of the very few. Mm. Um, I'm not big into comics, but everyone as a kid and some adults till this day wish they had a superpower. Very humble and a huge loss to the culture. And uh, John Haponics says, I recommend to anyone to check out the Marvel Masterworks Collections. Uh, the original stories had a fun quirk and innocence to it, like Spider-Man defeating Sandman with a vacuum or Electro with a hose. Oh, yeah, like those He's old... He's
1: part trolling in that, but go ahead.
0: Oh, no, no, no. it like, like, was true, by the way. Like, if you go in, like, Newberry Comics, I have, like, the old Marvel Masterworks uh, hardcovers. Yeah. It's, like, the old, like, comics from, like, back in the 60s, 70s that Stan Lee wrote, co-wrote. And, like, those are, those are pretty cool. I like, feel, like, in the mood of, like the silly, silly old school fun of comics. Yeah, and also, and also and also
1: you can pick up the True Believer series that they've been um releasing lately.
0: Oh yeah. For well th- only a dollar. Yep. Dollar for some uh, key Marvel issues here and there.
1: Yeah, especially like the what if the what if series. Mm. Like um. what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four and they're all wearing, they're all wearing like fives on them. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> that was one I picked up and then what if Ben Grimm got his powers back? Mm-hmm. So they hired Luke Cage to replace him. Oh, not his powers back, but like if Oh, if he, um,
0: oh, if guy's human body, his human body back. Yeah. So
1: Luke Cage came to replace um, the thing. Okay.
0: That, oh, that that's cool. I like. I heard that the what if comics were, were also pretty interesting.
1: They are. They are. Yeah. They're like very fun. Reason they are actually bringing them back to. They brought those. They brought those back too. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Ortiz says the saddest pick I saw was one of Spider Man's mask off on top of Stanley's Lee's. Gr- Headstone grieving,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and also you know what? Speaking of what if, I would like to see that be like a maybe like a TV like anthology series.
1: They could do it. I would recommend they do it animated because you know buying you know getting they could getting do getting the actors and stuff will probably be pretty costly.
0: They could they could do both, like maybe some animated, some live action. Like and plus uh, being what if it could be like just obviously non canon, non MCU. Yeah, But, like, just have, like, fun versions of things, like a Twilight Zone version of Marvel, kind
1: of. Kevin Feige. Yeah. We want royalties yeah. for that.
0: Yeah, we came up with the idea of Codex. They'll you know, put an R with a circle around it. Yep,
1: Restricted. Yeah. <laughs> bitch.
0: <laughs> and um, I'm also, uh, yeah, scrolling up the comments. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, uh yeah. Some more com some more cowboys trolling. Oh of course.
1: You know you love that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but uh but yeah, any other uh
1: words of uh Mr.
0: Stan Lee. Oh my god,
1: you will be missed. I, I regret not getting a chance to meet him, but hmm. he 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 will be missed. I gotta get at least one CGC Stan Lee comic. Hmm. Oh. I mean, I'm sure it's Lord, Lord, Lord knows how much them mm. things skyrocketed. Probably up in the thousands. Yeah, it depends probably. on which one, knowing what yeah. and what grade it is. But mm. regardless, just if it's CGC, there's only three. There's three CGCs I wanted to get that mm. I need to get, and I'll probably be like, I'll be complete. Yeah, a Stan Lee one, mm-hmm. Rob Layfield, yep. and Todd McFarlane. Oh word! Rob LeFevre, the next con I'm going to. He usually vi- he's pretty good at visiting the cons and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the next one I go to, he's been, he goes to, he comes to Rhode Island pretty much every year. Yeah, I'm getting those done. I, I found that X Force number one from the '90s is still in great condition. Mm. Yeah, I'm getting that one. Nice. I'm getting that one done. Um, and I'll probably buy it like a new mutants too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first appearance of Deadpool. Forget it. It's like hard. It, if it's hard, it's. It's hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Yet expensive. Oh, Cable, yeah, expensive. Cable, you can probably get for your
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, right on, right on. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Stan Lee, RIP, rest in peace, rest in power. To the God. Yes. Uh, gone, but will never, ever be forgotten. Again. Again. Truly
1: the GOAT. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to try to get to... Uh... Oh, so last week's question of the week. So uh what was your favorite buddy comedy? Favorite buddy comedy? What
0: did I say last week?
1: You said uh some like it hot. Yeah, some like it hot, yeah. And there was another one. I think I and I said bad boys and um the other guys. Hmm. So um we actually got a few on our Instagram. Um uh, Kabir Lambeau says step brothers. Okay. Gotta love Step
0: Brothers. I haven't what? seen that. What? Well, I haven't seen Step Brothers. I'm gonna put it on the list.
1: You just made the list. <laughs> 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 uh random Rams with Rob said Venom. I don't really see how that's a- well y- that yeah. can- I guess you could say it as a buddy comedy. Yeah, the symbiote. The symbiote and yeah. Eddie Brock. Yeah, and they made it very comical. Mm. It shouldn't have been, but yeah, it was still a good movie. It was still a highly entertaining movie mm. that you will probably hate I'll because re- you're you. I'll red box it. Um, and friend of the show, Afton, gave me a few. Mm. Wayne's mm. World, mm-hmm. which I should have said. The other guys. You know that Jersey Boys is coming to Providence next year? Yes, it is. And guess what? what? I'm going. T- I told my friend Tyrone, shout out to him. I was like, yo, you know we're going to see you, the Jersey Boys, right? Yep. And what are we doing after that? We're going to get the water.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. The water. With cucumber slices. Yes. The artisanal water. Yes.
1: <laughs> and then she also said, dumb and dumber. Hmm. Okay. And I I want to say we got another. One. Let me just double check. Oh man. You see that Detective Pikachu trailer?
0: I have seen that that trailer. You know what? It looks amusing. It looks cute. I mean, Ryan Reynolds as the voice of Pikachu? Just
1: don't really
0: Like I mean, I will say like like of course I mean you can't Ryan Reynolds can't just be saying pika pika like all throughout the whole film. Yeah. Um but just just hearing Ryan Reynolds' voice out of Pikachu, it kind of feels like a parody.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got that feel to it too. Yeah. I got I I have a meme saved on my phone that I'm going to be posting on the uh, Codex Instagram and Codex social medias real soon. But it's basically Pikachu dressed as Deadpool and saying this is what we feel like whenever we saw, when we saw that Detective Pikachu trailer. <laughs> then Stanley died and just kind completely ruined it. Yeah. The, the Pikachu it literally came out like two hours before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, oh wow, everybody's talking about Detective. They they did it again. Mm. When something happens and then next thing you know, death just freaking hits us from left field. Yeah. So then, Nick Quatrini, he says, "See no evil, hear no evil." We're Richard Pryor and um,
0: is it Gene Wilder?
1: Thank you. Yeah, brain nice. fart. So, and I think hold on, did we get a couple of them on the chat?
0: Uh, let's see. Eddie says, "Boys in the Hood," <laughs> which isn't a buddy comedy at all.
1: It had his comedic moments. It
0: did, but
1: come on. Won't do walk by with the Wee Want easy shirt. He <laughs> stole um. He stole home dude's chain and they stole and they like chased him. Mm.
0: Uh, Brian Lopes says Twins and Rush Hour, and Bad Boys. Okay. James says Goonies and E.T.
1: And then Stand by Me.
0: Stand by Me was good. I like Stand by Me. Yeah. Was
1: that a Stephen King?
0: Yeah, it was based on a Stephen King novel. Thought so. Yeah.
1: So. Let me see. Uh, I had like questions of the week written down.
0: Cause... Is it a Stanley related one?
1: No. I might. What was your favorite Stan Lee creation? Stanley creation? Co-creation, if you want to be technical.
0: Uh, man. I was gonna go with favorite Stanley cameo,
1: but you know what? No, that's more easier. What was your favorite Stanley cameo? Scratch it. What was your favorite Stanley cameo?
0: Oh man. Um. I think I.
1: You're gonna take mine. But go ahead.
0: You know, I, I'm, I'm gonna leave that one. No, I'm, no,
1: no. Go ahead. Go to go ahead. Go ahead. Because
0: I was gonna say, I was gonna say, it's too easy. Like the the Tony Stank I one. I knew it. From Civil War. I knew it. But I, I, I would actually, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a a, a, a kind of an underrated one, but still amusing. Uh, Stanley as the uh, strip club DJ in you Deadpool. My...
1: <laughs> that was get out one. of my head. <laughs> Very good one, Joe. I'm just like. Yo, Stanley. Stanley as a speaking of Stanley and stripper, he had one quote. And yes, you can call me a thirst bucket and whatever all you want, but it's so true. He said, "Comic books are like boobs. Yeah, they're great to look at on a screen, but wouldn't you rather have them in your hand?"
0: He did say that. Yeah, the sense of humor of Stanley. (laughs) Didn't he create Stripperella? He did with <laughs> Pamela Anderson on the Spike TV. Mean- oh my Lord. Uh, you know, it's so it's so funny. Like even even legends have that one completely baffling creation in their catalog. Like that makes you go,
1: why? why? Because he's <laughs> Stanley and he can do that.
0: Yeah. You know what? I will say that. Like, <laughs> if 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 you've been in the game long enough, you're gonna have one creation. That's gonna be like,
1: why? But, you know, looking back at it, it's just like, God, it was so bad. It's just like Stan Lee's at the point where he he was at the point where he's just old, he was old, and he can just kind of do whatever the fuck he wanted.
0: Yeah, I can't say that is like his, uh, I don't know. It's just like, you know what? This this, this is just fun. Let's, let's Let's just go for broke. Sure. Yeah.
1: So, my favorite Stan Lee cameo, um, Amazing Spider-Man 1, when he was the bookkeeper, Mm. and Spider-Man and Lizard were going at it in the library, and he's just listening to classical music and not noticing nothing that's going on in the back.
0: Ah, yeah. Yeah, that was a a funny cameo from Amazing Spidey.
1: And then Iron Man 1, where um, Tony Stark walks by him, and he goes, oh, hey, Hef. Mm. Thinking that it's Hugh Hefner, and it turns out it's him. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh that was cool, and um, oh there was another one. I think he had one in Guardians of the Galaxy, but, but I'm forgetting
1: what it was.
0: No, it, it, I think it was Guardians Two. Like it was like a it was like a, a post credits.
1: When he was with the Watchers? Yeah, with the yeah. watchers. Yeah. Yeah, and he was with Cosmo to space dog.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I thought that was and amazing. He's like, you're supposed to be my ride home. <laughs> and it's just like it's probably the most cheesiest lines ever, mm-hmm. but you can't help but laugh because it's because it's Stan Lee. Yeah, that ju- it just that's just a testament testimony to his personality.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's like Stan like watching the Stanley cameo. It's like the cherry on top.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 I think from one thing I heard in the rumor mill that Robert Downey Jr. was going to replace him as like doing the cameos. Hmm. Nah, he did s- jumpstart. You I mean everybody loves him as Iron Man? He did jumpstart. He did. MCU, so I mean, it's not the same. Yeah. But then one thing that did piss me off too was freaking Army Hammer had to be a freaking naysayer about the tributes.
0: Army um, Hammer, really? Yeah.
1: yeah he was like, "Oh, that's great. You know, great tribute. It's a great way to give to give a uh, tribute to somebody by posting a picture with yourself." Mm. I'm like, Stan Lee impacted all their lives and they're just reliving a moment that these people thoroughly enjoyed you fucking dick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like who's shitting your cereal this morning?
1: <laughs> I kinda want to now. <laughs> Shit. Oh man. Yeah. But um that's yeah. all I got. So yeah. That'll be on the social medias within a day or two. Your favorite Stan Lee cameo. I actually can't yeah. wait to make that meme.
0: Yeah, that's that's that should be fun. We'll, we'll we'll definitely get some good responses with that one. And uh yeah, man, you can catch all of our episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes, leave us that five star review, uh YouTube, Google Play, and of course Facebook Live. You can also catch us all over the social media on Twitter at Codex Primecast, Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast, and Facebook at facebook.com slash codex prime. It's Codex Prime, right? Yeah. yeah 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 and uh and as always you know thank you for watching thank you for listening uh the group chat was popping lots of hilari- hilarity ensued i am reading back and i can't wait to look at this lots of funny uh cowboy uh comments
1: comes uh, with the territory
0: yep uh when was cowboys a thing did, did color tv exist yes. dvds yes. um let me see the uh,
1: early stages of dvds but dvds yeah Beta betamax Jerry yeah, Curls worth yeah, thing.
0: <laughs> oh, Jerry Curls, man. Oh, that's that's so
1: good. That's so good. We them boys. We them boys. You shut your boxes. <laughs> your
0: and then we're going to the Super Bowl.
1: That's right. I will say that every year.
0: Every year, but uh
1: Yeah. Every team every fan base says that about their team. Cleveland Browns have been, fans have been saying it for years.
0: Yeah, they won one game.
1: No, they've been actually they've been on a, they've been pretty good this year.
0: Okay, so it's like a like a re- reverse Kurt Hawkins,
1: kind of. Okay, yeah, you can kind of see that. Nice, nice. So, um, so yeah, you can catch us next week where we will be joined by. Uh, well, I will be joined. Yes. Not ah, this mofo over yeah, because he wants to go out of town and celebrate Thanksgiving with a family. Yep. You Jerk.
0: I know, right? I'm so inconsiderate of me. You right? mean, what
1: the what the hell, man?
0: <laughs> yeah, let, let me throw let me throw other my, my other aspects of my life away for this. Why not?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Come on. But yeah, so you'll be joining with uh... The
1: UWO podcast. So get your shovels ready. Yes. Cause it is gonna be it's gonna be a fun one.
0: Oh yeah, y'all be talking about NXT TakeOver War Games. Yes, baby. Yes, and uh, Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah.
1: Nice, nice. That's going to be good. It's going to be good. Like I said, get your shovels ready because somebody's getting buried. Yep,
0: and I'll be sure to send a uh, sternly worded email. Oh, jeez. No, maybe not sternly worded. I'll send a fun one. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> you need
1: some smiles in your life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So thank you for tuning in and... One more time to the man, Stan Lee himself. Excelsior! Excelsior.